Music with a message on the Messenger of Good News, KFUO, AM850 here in the St. Louis region, worldwide at KFUO.org. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. I'm Gary Duncan. It's time now for our moment in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Gary. Great to be with you. So we read Job 32, and we wrapped up the book of Job. We moved into Psalm and read up to Psalm 11. Uh, A lot of things happening there. What would you like to highlight for this week? I think what I'd like to highlight mainly is the last part of the book of Job. Uh, With our listeners, we've been walking through that with them for the past couple weeks. And some of it has been kind of confusing, leaving us scratching our heads maybe. Uh, the book of Job starts out kind of weird, right? Yeah. Um, the Satan comes before God, and uh, God says, hey, how about my man Job? Yeah, uh, sure. He's faithful to me, right? And it's like, go get Job. <laughs> test Job. Let's see if he I passes know. the test. Yeah, yeah. So God allows Satan to really, oh boy, torment Job. Uh, he loses his family, he loses his children, he loses his possessions, And then he even loses his health, too. And then we see throughout the rest of the book, we have this time of questioning. And remember, we told our our listeners, don't take their advice, the advice of Job's friends, because it's not very good. (laughs) Yeah, that that goes for our friends as well. Sometimes that advice is not very good. Oh, that's uh, for sure. And, and, you know, hey, sometimes it even goes for us. Sometimes we put our foot in our mouth when we're trying to console someone who's grieving or hurting or in the hospital. and. And all of a sudden, our words don't become very helpful. Yeah, that, so, that's more than um, sometimes. But I wanted to ask, aren't we tested too? So, okay, yeah, well, good question. And I, I think maybe a good way of looking at it is there's times in our life where we're, we're certainly disciplined. I think that's part of it. You know, when we think of, in the New Testament, it talks about God disciplining those he loves. And we have that picture throughout the scriptures of God as, as a heavenly father, and we're his dear children. And any loving father allows his children to be disciplined. I know, I thank God for my parents uh, when they discipline me. Um, it, you know, we, we often tell our kids when they complain about discipline, we say, you know, it'd be a lot easier if you weren't loved, wouldn't it? <laughs> no curfew. Right. We, you wouldn't have to eat your vegetables. It'd be a lot easier if you weren't loved. But we do love you. And so we do discipline. Right. And so the Lord, yeah, at times allows things to happen to call us to repentance, to show that we need to rely upon him. So in that respect, Gary, yeah, uh, definitely. And I think in the end here, the text that we're looking at today, we see that happening. That in the end, that's the lesson that Job learns is he needs to rely on the Lord, uh, just as we do. Uh, His trust needs to be in the Lord. So instead of doing what his friends do, which is trying to figure out God, read God's mind, try to determine why bad things happen, No, let God be God and realize that we're not him. We're not God. He's the creator. We're just the creation. And so what I'd like to focus on a little bit today, Gary, is is finally God's answer. Because we have this question of God and God, why is this happening? And all these folks like Job and his friends trying to give a response to that question and give an answer to it. And God has pretty much remained silent up to this point. But God breaks his silence. And it's kind of interesting, Uh, beginning with chapter 38, God begins to answer their questions, not directly, but he answers them with more questions, (laughs) but there's a point to God's questions. So I'm just going to read a little bit here, just kind of get a flavor for God's response to Job. So chapter 38, beginning with verse one, says, then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind. All right. So this thing of power. And he says, Who is it that darkens counsel by words without knowledge, dressed for action like a man? I will question you, and you will make it known to me. 
Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who determined its measurements? Surely you know. Or who stretched out its line upon it? On what were its bases sunk? Or who laid its cornerstone? When the morning stars sang together and the sons of God shouted for joy. So you, you kind of get a flavor for what God is saying here. It's kind of like, all right, Mr. Smarty Pants, uh, where were you when I created the heavens and the earth? You're going to start questioning me. You think you know better than me. You think you know the answers behind things like suffering. Well, guess what? Uh, I'm the creator. I'm the one who laid the foundations of the earth, not you. <laughs> so that's that's God's answer. And it goes on for a few chapters. Um, another verse, too, that, that kind of stuck out to me is, is chapter 40, verses 1 and 2, where the Lord says to Job, Shall a fault contend with the Almighty? He who argues with God, let him answer it. You know, again, if you're going to find fault with me, Job, you're barking up the wrong tree. Uh, a fault finder isn't going to find, uh, isn't going to be able to contend with the Almighty. Uh, so again and again, God's just showing, I'm the one in control, Job, not you. And so finally, all of this, uh, God showing his power, his might, finally leads Job to, to repent. So we see that in chapter 42. Finally, we see Job's repentance. Uh, Job answers the Lord and he says to, to God, I'll begin with verse 2, I know that you can do all things, that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Who is this that hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore, I have uttered what I did not understand, things too wonderful for me which I did not know. Here and I will speak. I will question you and make it known and you will make it known to me. I had heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see you. Therefore I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. So Job finally realizes, I uttered what I didn't understand. I repent. And so he repents really of questioning God, calling God into question and trying to, to determine God's motives and all in things. Uh, Job realizes God is God, he is not. And then in the end, following that repentance, we see in the very, very last part of Job how the Lord blesses him. And it says uh, in the last chapter, verse 12, and the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning. And Job lives on another 140 years and he sees his, his children's children four generations worth. And then finally the book ends and Job died an old man full of days. Mm -hmm. So in the end, the Lord blesses. You know, I'm thinking about that verse you, you said a few weeks ago where Job's wife told him to curse God and die. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, which is really horrible. But if you think about that, uh, Job had to die from himself to turn himself over to God here. Wow. That's really insightful, Gary. Yeah, um, yeah that's great. So, so Job doesn't literally die take his life, right? right. He doesn't mm -hmm. commit suicide, but he does die to self. That's really right. a great insight. Yeah. He died to his own pride. It's not what his wife it's, meant, but it's what he, no, he no, did, no, if you think about it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, he dies to his pride. He dies mm -hmm. to his own answer giving. He, he dies to his own reliance on himself. Uh, he dies to these false answers given by his friends, and he's alive then with a trust in God. Through and, repentance, He's he's a new man. Yeah. But God forgives. God restores. Right. And God in Job's case blesses him abundantly, even with physical uh blessings as well. Mm -hmm. I think just to kind of wrap this up, the, the book of Job, I I think um, you know, oddly enough, I think for me, 
I kind of gain a good insight from Peter in the okay. New Testament. In John chapter 6, uh, Jesus' disciple Peter says those words, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And in our own suffering, it's kind of like uh, put aside the questioning of God, put aside those questions of why, put aside trying to, to read God's mind. Instead, at some point, say, and hopefully sooner rather than later, Lord, to whom shall we go? <laughs> you know, that's all I can do in the suffering is come to you in prayer, come to you in worship and your word, because you have the words of eternal life. Yep. Ultimately, you're the one who gives life. You're the one who is God. I'm not. Uh, there's no one else to go to and to to just trust in the Lord. Um, as, fo- as Job finally does at the end of the book. Right. So, so a lot to be learned from Job, I think, Gary, um, an ins- insightful book, certainly. Um, I know I didn't touch a whole lot on the Psalms, but we'll be spending the next few weeks in the book of Psalms, that book of poetry and song and, uh, and beauty in the Bible. And maybe next week we can talk about different types of Psalms because there's quite a few different types. And knowing those types helps to, to give us insight as we read through the book of Psalms. And that sounds like a good plan. So we pick up at Psalm 12 and read through. Read through Psalm 47. 12 through 47. Okay, would you like to lead us in prayer as we wrap up our segment here? Sure, be happy to. Uh, Lord God, uh, during times of suffering in our life, uh, grant that we may not call you into question, uh, but instead trust in you. Uh, Lord, help us to realize that you are the creator of the heavens and the earth. You are God Almighty, and we are not. Help us to, to die to self, as we talked about, and instead to look to you, uh, because Lord, to... To whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And thank you for giving us eternal life in the one who is the word made flesh. When we look at Jesus, we know that we are not abandoned, that you love us no matter what. We pray this in his name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Matt. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Yeah, thanks, Gary. Great to talk to you as always. Take care. Thanks. We are worldwide at KFUO.org. AM850 here in the St. Louis region.